0: welcome to the swim swim podcast i'm your host coleman hodges joining me today i've got a very special guest he is the number eight recruit in swim Swam's top 20 ncaa swimming recruits for the boys class of 2021 we've got matt fallon today <laughs> matt how's it going i'm great how's it going for you So first of all, uh, you just dropped some insane times at a meet in Belton, Texas recently. I don't know if you know this or not. I was at that meet. Uh, I was coaching. At that I thought
1: meet. I saw you, I didn't. I, I hadn't. I hadn't seen you before. I thought maybe that could be him. I don't know. Uh, but it looked. I it looked familiar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was. I, I, I thought was...
1: maybe it could be you. <laughs> we know uh, you're sorry good guy we're sort uh,
0: of no worries yeah i think the feedback's a little wonky but that's okay so so i i go to this meet i'm just coaching some club kids that i coach on the side when i'm not swim swamming and uh you know there's this one really fast kid there just going best times left and right and you know beating everyone by 20 seconds and we're like who's this kid and i'm like matt fallon that sounds really familiar and i get home and i look you up and it's like, oh. I've seen your name before because you're on our yeah. list of top 20 recruits. So like, okay, this all makes sense now. <laughs> so, you are from New Jersey, you recently committed to Penn. So my first question is what the heck were you doing in Texas?
1: Yeah. Um so during we had two intrasquad meets in New Jersey. Um that was just sort of get back in the water. I don't think we didn't really rest or do anything for them at all. I mean, it was sort of individual in that sense, but I didn't really do anything for them. I mean, I wore a fast suit, obviously an old one. And mm-hmm. then we were going to have um, our meet in New Jersey that was supposed to go into the, uh, the virtual Winter Juniors uh, database. But then New Jersey meets, uh, not lap swimming for some reason, but New Jersey meets and practices got shut down as I was tapering for it. So I had to get in and do some lap swimming um, for the rest of taper, but it was also, we had to find somewhere to go. So we looked at a lot of different LSCs, but for those LSCs, a lot of those meets, they would, some of them just didn't let us in. Actually, a lot of them didn't let us in, but some of them would only take people from inside their LSC, but uh, meet in Belton, Texas, that was willing to take us and had all of the events that I wanted to swim. So, uh, we just jumped right on that and we just went there for that meet. And I just very grateful for that because then I would just wouldn't be able to do anything.
0: Yeah. Did, first of all, were, were you able to travel safely? Did that, did that go well? Where did you fly yes, that into? Went well. How did you get to Belton? Because um, for those we, of you who don't know, Belton is, is a smaller town about an hour north of Austin, uh, right next to Temple, Texas. Yeah.
1: Um we flew into Austin and okay. then we drove we got a rental car and nice. uh, we got an Airbnb. We just drove to an Airbnb like 5 minutes away from the place where the meet was.
0: Nice. So that's that's awesome. It was great to see the uh your swimming there. What did yeah. you think of your swims there? So let's let's let me give the audience a, sorry a little more context. At this meet in Belton, Texas, you went three best times in the 100 breast, 200 breast, 200 IM. You went 53.5 in the 100, 152.8 in the 200, 146.8 in the 200 IM. Uh, that's that's cooking. Um, yeah. So, you. yeah, what, what did you think of these swims?
1: Um, well, this was really, I mean from anyone's perspective, this is really shaping, shaking off the taper and shave cobwebs. I mean, I hadn't shaped, I that, sorry. Uh, I hadn't tapered or shaved in a full year. I mean, I hadn't done any sort of rest for me in a full year since the juniors prior. Um, so this is just really just getting, cause tapering and shaving always just feels really weird for me. So it was just getting back into that feeling. Hold on. Sorry. My computer's falling. It was just mm-hmm. sort of getting back into that feeling and, um, one sort of lesson I learned is that this meet, since I was so like out of training for a lot of quarantine and just going into this, because we had a lot of our practices cut short because of uh, our team had to like accommodate. We had to, we could only have four people in a lane and they were all socially distant. And we had a lot of uh, small practice, not small, but smaller practice slots. So um, it was a lot of scrambling for training opportunities during this time. So I wanted to, um, we wanted to, put my taper into a smaller, like seven day block rather than my normal taper. Um, and that sort of, it went, it went well in some respects. I mean, it sort of worked, but it just felt it. I hadn't really done a seven day taper in a long time. So I was happy in terms of how I felt with my time, how I felt my times. I feel like if I did a better taper, I could have gone a, a little faster, but um, overall I was happy with my times. Maybe, maybe not before I am, but uh, that was, You win some, you lose some. But overall, with how I felt in those races, I was happy with my times. And I was finally grateful to break fifty-four because I was counting the number of fifty-fours I'd gone since I'd broken fifty-five and it was a lot. So (laughs)
0: how many how many times was it? Did uh, you have a number?
1: (laughs) Total it was twenty-two. Whoa. Yeah. Not not counting the ones I went out in my two (laughs) breast. So,
0: <laughs> how I, many times have you gone out in fifty four?
1: <laughs> before I broke fifty four, only once. But okay. it is one hundred breaths has always been a struggle for me. But I'm sort of trying to find it
0: now. I mean, it's and you not just you know you you went fifty three five. That's that's fifty. Yeah, I mean that's you didn't just break it. You you really I put really, the stamp really on it. In there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's. That's super cool. I mean, congratulations was heading, I mean, did the scramble of trying to find a meet and then, and then having to travel all the way to Texas to to do this, did that, I mean, have an impact on you at all? Were you Um,
1: about that? Maybe a little bit. Um, I mean, I hadn't traveled, you know, with the whole quarantine thing. I hadn't traveled in a really, really long time since, I mean, since a year ago. Um, I mean, I went on, I'd gone on, uh, one or two recruiting trips after that, but those weren't super far. Those were like a car's drive away. Um, so this was like going on a plane, going into a different time zone, handling a lot of luggage. Um, that wasn't a big part. That's just, um, it was really, it was sort of getting back into it. And it was something I hadn't done in a long time. And it definitely, I would say it definitely threw me off a little bit.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but you know, again, you're able to throw down some best times, which is always good, especially in what a weird year it's been. Yeah. Um, so let's Absolutely. let's let's talk about that. You know, what has your situation been like since March?
1: Um. Well, I I have ergometers at my house. Uh. You know, the Vasa ergometer. Mm. You know what that is. uh, right, We have that.
0: I've been you can you explain it for for it's, if if someone's listening that okay. doesn't.
1: Have you, okay. Uh, I can compare it to like the rowing ergometer. A lot, a lot of people have heard of the rowing erg. Mm. Um, it's sort of like that for the swimming motion. So it's essentially a bench um, and there's like this big unit on the side and there's this bench that you sit on and there's, there's like little attachments here that you can have. So a lot of it, people use paddles to just pull, but you can also put uh, like feet braces on and just do a breaststroke kick. Uh, and so since I could, I didn't, I did not step foot in anything of water for like three months after March. I think it was like early mid June when I started getting into my aunt's backyard pool. And that was when it was hot enough to get in. But before that, uh, there's also the skier, which is just for, it's just for overall keeping in shape. Um, and it was really March to June. It was just a scramble to try and keep as much shape as I could. Um, and I'd say it was partially successful. I didn't totally lose everything, but I, I definitely lost a lot throughout that March to June, but, um, doing the Vasa ergometer stuff, you can sort of do like breaststroke, pull, butterfly, pull, freestyle, pull, even backstroke if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also do some kicks. So that was really helpful for just preserving the swimming motion in me. Um, I mean, when I got back in, in, when I got back in in June to my aunt's pool, I could still like, my swimming still looked pretty normal. It was just a matter of getting back in shape and getting back to doing the times that I used to be doing. And I don't think I got in with my team until I forget the exact date, but it was late June where we were doing hour and hour, hour and 45 workouts, hour and 45 minute workouts, I believe six times a week. Um, and then after that we started going inside, um, and those were all outdoor pools. Cause we normally, when we do our long course training, we swim in a community pool. So we had to divide that into a short course pool. And then there was another short course pool on there. Cause we had to fit more people in. Yeah. And we figured there wasn't going to be a long course season, at least in New Jersey anyway, and that it wasn't. So we figured we wouldn't really do long course um, for that summer, but overall that has, been, that has put like a good base on my training, but I like to do a little bit more. So, um, From that, I wanted to get really in shape that summer. I At least I wanted to try. (laughs) Um, I feel like I definitely got a lot of power over the summer just from doing – I had to because – I ended up doing a lot more sprint workouts um, because essentially to get other swimming in, I would go to my Y and you can have these 45-minute slots. I believe it's four times a week. And so I would have to fit as much as I could into 45 minutes. And I didn't really start doing any distance practices. Um, and I mean, getting back in with my team, um, we definitely did some distance. It's definitely a good combination of distance and sprint. Um, but it was still, it was still pretty hard getting back into it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I I want to take it back a little bit, you know, those three months you were completely out of the water before you got into your aunt's backyard pool. Um, you were doing VASA training, uh, you know, for the swimming motions. I mean, yeah. once you got back into the water, you said you had lost a lot, but I mean, it sounds like you were, were you able to stay pretty active just in terms yeah. of training outside the pool?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, Vassar ergometer, I don't, I don't want to downplay it. It's definitely done wonders for that. I mean, if I didn't do that, I would have just gotten back in the water and I would have barely been able to swim, but um, it's definitely been a lot to preserve. But for me, I feel like I have to do at least some getting in the water, Uh, I can't do, I can't not do that for too long. I mean, I've had times where I've fallen out of shape in like a week. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, it was definitely very good for just getting back in the water after three months. But um, other than that, it was just, I would characterize these past couple months as just sort of a struggle and uh, just going through the meets, going through these, it was a lot easier to find out what I was doing wrong through these couple of meets that I had. The two meets right before the um, two meets right before my taper meet. Um, it was just sort of get in and just find out what you're doing wrong, uh, because I didn't really, I wasn't able to get in and do any race. We had racing times during our practices sometimes, but those were those were kind of limited. I it was sort of better to have a meet environment where I would just get into the pool and just swim with like officials and things.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the meat environment, totally different environment. So, uh, break it down, you know, what it, at those inner squads before the and built and what, what did, what did you find out that where you can improve?
1: Um, well, the first one, um, I just sort of found out that I just sort of need to work. I I just figured I didn't have enough endurance yet. I did pretty well on the one breast. And in fact, that's the fastest I've ever come back in a one breast. I can sort of Sometimes when I'm unrested, I can go fast. And sometimes when I'm unrested, I go very slowly. It's sort of a sort of a coin toss. Um, but overall, I was happy with my times at the two meets, but I was definitely – I mean, in my two breasts there, I think I came back like a 103 or a 104 stroke course. And that was – I was very – it was very taxing to go out a lot faster than that and just die. But – I had, I had that problem throughout, um, throughout the summer where I would just, I would like do 200 breaths and practice and I would just go out very fast, at the 100 and just die. So I needed to find a way to work on that. And so I found, I found it in October. I was like, okay, this is a real problem. I need to work on this before I try and go for any fast time. So I worked on that a lot. And I guess in November when I went the 153, that really worked. I went out a lot faster, but I was also able to, I was also able to hold on the second hundred. Um, so that was definitely pretty good. Uh, I wasn't, I didn't feel, I probably felt, I'd say I felt better in that one than I did in the two breast in the, at the Texas meet, just because I don't, I feel like I'm very inconsistent in my meets. I can do very well at some meets and very badly at others, but, that's just the way it is.
0: What did you work on in that two hundred breast aspect to 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 get you to the level of you know being able to go one fifty three in November, one fifty two in December?
1: Um, it was just sort of like negative split, just working on negative split two hundred breast. It's like going out, uh, just going out and something slow, and then just coming back and something fast. It was also just the art of uh, doing more breaststroke. Um, I mean, I've had some pretty, I've had some notoriously killer breaststroke sets over the years that I've done. And I've been trying to come back to those, but I'd say even in my mind, they're pretty hard. Like for example, one of them, I I haven't been able to complete the set in full in a long time. I always have to split it up. Um, but essentially I, I, I like to say that I'm a big pull up person. Uh, that I can just sort of, I can get a lot of speed from the pullouts. But one thing I do to train, um, not having to do pullouts is 40, 50s breaststroke on 40, no pullouts allowed. Um, I have to chop that up into a lot of different ones. And that's short course yards, obviously. Yeah. Um, but over the years when I like some days I can barely even get 10 done. But, um, once I'm actually, if I can get 40 done in a workout, I'd say I'm actually in shape. (laughs) but if I'm really in shape, I can do 20 in a row and then take like a two minute rest and then do another 20. But that's just sort of, that's just sort of, it's not necessarily a thing of speed. It's just being able to do that many fifties in like a short amount of time.
0: And, and to be consistent on them. I'm assuming.
1: Um, Consistency. I mean, (laughs) I like to have consistency, but consistency definitely is not, uh, it does not happen. Um, I'm going a lot slower at the end of the set than I am at the beginning of the set. Okay. (laughs) Um, But essentially, I I I had created the no pullout part of it because I don't I like we don't really get to train long course in the middle of the year, and I Mm. wanted to emulate it as much. Like by the middle of the year, I mean um, the short course season, like uh, September to May. I wanted to try and emulate it as much as possible, so just doing as many breaststroke strokes as I can that's what gets me into shape for breaststroke just doing I mean obviously there's lifting there's stuff like that but just doing as much breaststroke as I can will really get me into 200 breast shape and then the 100 breast is just sort of doing as much sprint breaststroke as you can and being able to get a good feel for the water
0: yeah Um, yeah that I mean that that makes a lot of sense it's great to hear you talk about breaststroke it sounds like you've put a lot of thought into it and that sounds like a great way to emulate long course breaststroke it sounds like a brutal set though um it is but now that you've brought it up i want to do you have more of these notorious breaststroke sets
1: um i do have another one which is a ladder from 25 all the way up to 200 and then all the way back down of all breaststroke on a base 20 per 25 interval um no pullouts too um oh, pull outs? It, it's the same it's the same length as the other one uh um, is it really Inter- do yeah, you do 200, 200 twice
0: or just once
1: just once okay i think it's 2000 i don't i don't i haven't measured that one out um okay. and maybe sometimes i'll do much smaller ones which much easier pressure except like 25 to 125. that's just sort of when i'm out of shape trying to be able to f- that's when i'm trying to train to be able to finish the two breasts mm-hmm. um because when I'm really in shape, I can come back fast and do rest. But when I'm out of shape, it'll take a lot. Um, and so I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to get as much in shape as I can over these next couple of months, and just trying to find as much long course pool time as I could. If I could find a lot of long course pool time, that'd be great.
0: are your teammates doing these sets with you as well, or are you flying solo on these?
1: These are these are sort of ones that I just go to the pool on my own and do.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um, what have you been able to, do you, I mean, do you normally train with a team or a, a club yes, team? No
1: I, no, I normally, I normally train with my club team and we merged recently. We merged with, uh, uh, Somerset Hills and they, they have a lot of fast swimmers like, you know, Jack Alexi. Oh yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. We're, we're on the same team now. So it's very nice to be able to swim with him and work on my sprint freestyle maybe a little bit, but that's just, that's just something
0: else have you done these forty fifties or made an attempt in any capacity uh, since you have returned from, you know, the three months out? Uh,
1: yeah, I've done it. I've done it in sets of 10 recently, but right now I've been, I've had to quarantine coming back from Texas for a little bit. So I've been out of the water um, for like a week, but I plan on training really hard into uh their, They just announced the virtual Nats, and, uh, we're definitely knowing New Jersey, knowing my team. We're definitely going to hold an intra squad meet for that. Why nats or why states is our big thing. Um, so I'm thinking of training for something like that, and then training for Olympic trials, hopefully long course. Um, so that's sort of my future plans. But yes, I have done it in some capacity. I only in like sets of ten, and I've gone a lot faster in it before than than I would before. But I would also die a lot
0: harder. So,
1: <laughs> G-
0: give and take. <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah, you got to. You got to.
0: Got to. Yeah. Got. to find the balance. Um. Yep. So I. I want to back it up a little bit, a, a little more. Your June. T- I want to talk about your junior year. I'm not super familiar with it, but I'm curious as to if you have felt an effect from those three months out in a positive way, um, especially because you talked about. How many times you had gone 54 in the 100 breasts? Yeah. You know, you couldn't crack that 53 barrier. Um, you know, leading into quarantine, your junior year, maybe even your sophomore year, how are you feeling about your swimming at, at the time?
1: Um, well, I, this is actually something I like to talk about because uh, my sophomore year, which was 2018 to 2019, my junior year, twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, were just so much different. I mean, um, my sophomore year was just sort of characterized as starting out a little bit, starting out a little bit slower. I went to Winter Nationals um, that year, and I didn't really have. I don't want to dwell on the sophomore year too much because that was a long time ago. But um, I went to Winter Nationals. It was Richard's long course. Um, I almost went a, I got two Olympic trial cuts, which was what I was there for. Um, just to get them early because I don't know how much long course, how many long course meets I'm going to go to in the future that I'm actually going to shave and taper for. Um, so I got my two, I got two Olympic child cuts, one in the two breast, one in the 4. I didn't drop in any of them. I dropped in my 2. IM, am, which was good, uh, but I yeah. wasn't really able to drop in anything else, but it was definitely a good learning experience swimming. And those are the fastest people I've swum with. Uh, but and then after that, it was just sort of more training, more training, more training. And then um, I don't know what happened with my taper on the sophomore year why nats, but I just started going very, very fast. Like way normally I like when I set my goal times, they're a little bit they're a little bit faster than when I actually go, but my I just completely destroyed my goal times at that meet. That was when I went from that season, it sort of was like exponential. I went from 159 to 156 to 154 in like two months, which was big. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't really know how else to describe it. I mean, I was maybe a little faster on 159 speed before I went 156. Mm -hmm. Uh, But other than that, that was just a really great year in terms of timing and taper and all of that. And I also dropped like seven seconds in my 4im, which was amazing. Um, and then going into my junior year, I just tried to, over that, and then over that summer, which was just long course, um, I had, basically, I started out very slow because I took a little time off after the Nats, But then um, after that, it was just sort of, I did, I did not do well at my first long course meet. And then whenever I don't do well, I just say, okay, I just need to train a lot. And then I trained a lot and a lot, and I improved slowly and slowly. And then um, I flew all the way to California for the um, for the Philip Sixty Six Nationals, and I just sort of said, "All right, I just now I just want to go a good time here." No, sorry, oops. Um, I just want to go a good time here in the two breast. Um, and I mean, I did that. Um, I had my eye on world juniors because I saw that I was in position to do it. Um, but I didn't know if I'd actually do it. Cause there are kids who like drop like five seconds in the two breaths and just go super fast. Um, but I eventually after it was a very odd that two breasts felt very odd doing it. And that's still my best time to this day. Um, felt very weird, but I still, it was still a good time and I was very happy with it. Um, and the rest of the meet, was just sort of the. I had a very good day the next day. Um, I got a best time in the 4 a.m., but then after that, I started apping a lot in my events and I just figured I didn't really know what was going on. And then I went to World Juniors. Um, definitely the travel was sort of weird for me. I mean, it was like, I don't know how many hours of difference it is from here to Budapest, but I think it's it was
0: seven or eight. Yeah, that was, yeah.
1: It was really big. I had, a, I had a fun time there. But, um, and I was one of the last days. So I was there for essentially just two weeks. I trained for a lot of it. And then I eventually started tapering like 10 days out, my normal taper. And I don't really know what happened the day of, I mean, I added, I added a lot of time, but I guess it would must've just been, I don't really know. I just didn't really feel that good that morning. Um, I felt good in the days prior, but, um, I don't really know what I felt that morning. And I guess I just felt a little nervous. I mean, I was definitely very nervous on the, I hadn't been on any stage like that before I walked out. Um, and I was like, oh my goodness, like, this is, this is a long way from the why." Uh, so <laughs> yeah. And I saw, I saw myself on the big screen and I was like, this is really, really weird. Um, also one thing that threw me off, I like to warm up right before I race like I will warm up up to like for me optimal optimal warming up is like one to I get out of the warm-up pool like two minutes before I jump in to my race um I like because I go faster at the end of sets than I do in like lactate sets so I want to emulate that as much as possible um and it definitely threw me off because we had to be out of the water for 20 minutes so I was just trying to loosen myself up a lot Um, but that was a good experience. I learned a lot of things and I had a lot of fun. I mean, meeting all those kids who were way faster than me at that team and the whole team just did really well. Um, and to be there to like cheer them on was really, was really cool. And just looking at those races, just remembering that I was in the stands. It was, it was a very cool experience. Um, and then after that, I just tried to train as much as I could going into my junior year. Sorry for dwelling too much on that. Um, all right. Um, well, just going into my junior year, I just sort of wanted to, I didn't really have anything in mind. I just sort of wanted to drop time. Um, just sort of work on just sort of work on getting faster. Generally, I didn't really have any big goals at that time and juniors that year. Um, I could, I definitely, it was sort of, um, I had a really good time in the 500, but other than that, Uh, My times just felt sort of iffy, Um, especially the 4 a.m. Like the 4 a.m. is really, really a coin toss for me. I either do really well and I either do really badly. And the the teller is just how I feel on like the first hundred. Because if I'm not able to go out fast, I'm not going to be able to come out, come back fast. So um, I don't really know. Uh, It was just sort of, I just didn't really feel good in that 4 a.m. The 4 a.m. has been a big struggle for me because I haven't gotten a best time in a long time, but I've been training a lot for it. And it's just really the struggle of trying to finish the 4. I feel like it's what the essence of the 4. I is you can pace for it as much as you want. Um, And you can do great like pace times, but being able to do a full 4. I M is a lot harder than that. That's what I've realized. Uh, So I've got to train for more for that in the future. But other than that, uh, I just sort of worked after that, it was just sort of working on the things that I missed at juniors and, um, before Y States, everybody had to quarantine. So that was the end of my junior year. And then it was just sort of, well, I got to keep, cause I was, I, I would say that I was in really good shape at that point. Uh, probably one of the best shapes I've ever been in in my life. Uh, but I just sort of said, okay, I have to keep this as much as possible. Um, and, I went through quarantine. I saw him on my aunt's pool. I saw with my team and now we're here. Yeah. Do
0: you, so I, I guess given all that, do you feel like that three months out of the pool was in any way beneficial for you?
1: Um, I lifted a lot more than I normally do uh, during, those three, during those three months out in the pool. So I came back, I came back with a lot of strength and then just converting that into the swimming motion. I was very fast at sprinting for a very short period of time, but then I sort of <laughs> lost that because I, I, I was very fast at sprinting, but very slow at distance for a short amount of time is how I wanted to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I sort, of, I sort of said, okay, I want to focus on distance some more. And so I sort of tried to use my sprint speed and just extend that. Um, and I'd say that worked to an extent. That's sort of what I like to do with distance now. Is just take a sprint speed, which I'm I'm more of a slow twitch muscle guy, so I don't really have much sprint speed to begin with. But I get as much sprint speed as I can, and then I just try to extend it from like a 25 into a 50, do a 75, into a hundred, that sort of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, over quarantine, I was able to get a lot of that sprint power, and just um, convert it into just sort of just sort of being able to sprint that last 50 of the 200 because that used to be my thing I would I would go easier on the first 150 of the two breasts and then I'd just sprint all out the last 50 but uh I've just grown a lot I can't I don't know that's very hard to do now I'm not not 12 years old anymore
0: (laughs) Hey, I don't know man Anton Chepkov still pretty much does that
1: yeah (laughs) I, I I want to try and get into that that kind of shape soon. If I could get into that kind of shape that would be amazing, but um it's been hard especially with quarantine.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I know obviously New Jersey has put in a lot of limitations including yeah. shutting down all their meats just a couple weeks ago. Um so moving forward, um to kind of bring this full circle, wrap up our conversation, um heading into these next couple weeks, couple months what are you looking forward to in terms of training? Do you have any race plans?
1: Um, I don't have any race plans in terms of the next one to two months. Um, maybe our team will find something uh, small that we can just race in, maybe get in a couple of good times. Because um, we're still shut down right now, but we can mm-hmm. still lap swim. So um, our team has reserved a lot of lap swim for everyone to go do. Um, mm-hmm. And they they just give us sets and we just go on our own and do them in the, in the 50 or 45 minutes that we have. Um, but other than that, in terms of race plans, I'd say the virtual YNATS is the only meet that I know of that I'm going to before Olympic trials. And it's just sort of trying to get some long course base in before that. So I can get back into, I can get back in a really good shape, trying to find long course time. Um, and other than that if we can do that things are going to go very well this season i can tell i've already had i've already had three meets with uh which i've learned a lot from varying levels of uh of success and I'm ready to go for this 20 it's, it's i don't i wouldn't really call it a quarantine season but um this weird season i guess
0: yeah it's yeah certainly weird uh But Matt, I I appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk with me. Uh, It's been great getting to hear about, you know, your last few years in swimming and certainly your last six months in swimming. Um, any parting thoughts before we sign off today?
1: Um, I don't, I don't really have any, if I'm being honest. It was an honor to speak with you. I mean, I've definitely watched more than a couple of these before. Um, and I see the clips that you put up and I and I watch a lot of those and I'm very honored to be on this podcast. I didn't realize I'd get asked to be on this. So thank you a lot.
0: You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.